going on, Tremaine? Kev, what's going on, man? It's hump day. Yes, it is. Let's get it in. Yeah, man. So, you know, this is not really a breaking news type of situation, but it can be a very tragic story, um, unfortunately. So we're at the time of the year. You know, the NFL offseason has become just as a big of a spectacle as the NFL season. And one of the major kickoffs before we hit free agency is the NFL mm-hmm. combine, right? So, you right. know, this is a bunch of individuals interviewing. I think we talked about it a little bit before in one of our other episodes. Yeah, we did. The main thing is really interviewing and some, you know, they do athletic stuff, but that's probably not the most important. It's probably medical, right? So very interesting scenario, right? So it was, I want to say, it may have been, it was right after the national championship, Georgia Bulldogs won. And then a story came out about offensive linemen and a trainer that died in a car crash. And, you know, it was a sad story, right? Oh, man, that's messed up. Um, people were, you know, hearts out to this individual and all that type of thing and his family. And it was tough. It was real tough because, mm-hmm. you know, they just won a national championship. And then you hear of a young individual dying in a car crash. Now, that was pretty much it. Story had died. And today, and you actually forwarded this to me, and this, this blew me away because this this has a lot of moving parts. So today, Jalen Carter, who is arguably the top player, definitely could be the top defensive player to draft. And we're talking about a guy this that's that could possibly go number one. And that's rare. You don't have many defensive players, especially a defensive tackle, go over a quarterback. Right. And that's what some people are talking about. So this is like, okay, this is a top prospect. Now, some individuals said Jalen Carter might have been the best person on Georgia's defense last year. And everyone knows Georgia's defense was probably one of the best ever in college football last year. And to say that he was the best, that's saying a lot. Right. So allegedly, to go back to the story I started off with, he was driving this car. And they say he was drunk driving. He was possibly racing someone. Oh, man. Got into a car crash. These two individuals died in this particular. So, no, wait, two people died? I thought it was one person. Two offensive linemen and a trainer died in a car accident. Jesus. Yeah, man. So, this is, this is like different. This is a different type of scenario. But unfortunately, this is the second time it's happened in the last three years, maybe four. Um, Do you remember the Henry Rugg story? Wide receiver for. I guess it might have been usually either the Oakland Raiders or the Las Vegas Raiders at the time. I don't remember. Uh, Something sounds familiar. So Henry Ruggs, pretty good wide receiver. You know, I don't think he was a pro bowler, but he was getting there. Really young guy. He might have been 23. Same type of situation. Not sure if it was alcohol involved, but he was driving a sports car and got into a car crash, killed someone, was cut from the Raiders, and basically now he's facing a murder charge. Um, And he's been pushing this particular court date off for the past, I guess, year now, but he's probably going to the jail. So now you have a very similar scenario, this situation where your top draft pick is possibly what he's been charged today could be in a similar scenario. So what does this mean? You know, and it's unfortunate because here you have a guy at the prime of his life, make a dumb teenage decision and now his life might be affected for his entirety. So 
Yeah, it's rough, man. It's rough. It's rough. You know, I've never seen a scenario where you have somebody at this level, at this caliber, dealing with a situation like this. And this is a complete, this is going to have a snowfall because there's been a lot of noise that the Bears, who are the number one pick in this year's draft, might have drafted him and not traded back so, so someone can get a quarterback. So what does this mean? So what's your take on all this info I just gave you here? What do you think about it? It's a lot, man. And while you were talking, I'm trying to remember the NFL player. He was a pretty popular NFL player. Mm -hmm. This happened several years ago where he, same scenario, he was drunk mm -hmm. driving. He hit a pedestrian and killed him. Yes, that is correct. Yep. I can't, yep. I can't remember the player's name. Henry Ruggs. No, no, no. It was, this was a little bit further back. This was okay. this was several years ago. Mm, okay. I I may I, I maybe we talking about the same person. I just remember that this person, this NFL player, nothing really happened to him. Like there was not a whole lot of repercussion about what happened to him, and that's I think that's uh -oh. why I remember this because it was that same scenario. Remember when Brandy caused that accident that killed, yes. and nothing happened to her. It was the same scenario with this NFL player. And I just started thinking about how, you know, celebrities, they have the means to get away with stuff. And so this college player is not, you know, the combine is not something I pay attention to. I do pay attention to the draft loosely. This is all your lane. And, and so when I saw the story pop up today, I was like, he wait what happened drunk wow. driving and somebody got killed now you say it's two people got killed and and when i text you the story you text me back and said that uga might have tried to cover it up which to me this has been a season of college football cover-ups i immediately thought about university of michigan covering up the gun charge you know uh for um What's the what's the guy's name? Uh, oh, uh, Mozzie Smith. Yes, yeah. That you know, so they covered it up, but they delayed. They covered it up to the point where it was delayed. The information was delayed to keep him from not missing any games. So they did come clean, I guess. But it was like, you know, we're not going to tell the whole truth. We're just going to tell some of it. And so, man, I just think about all of this this stuff that happens in sports. And, you know, these people, these athletes, man, they're just, they're, they're, for one, they're humans. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They make silly mistakes. This was obviously one that it should, it, it, I mean, I hate to put it this way, but it should, it should ruin his life. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, prayers out to, you know, the, the families of those two people that were lost in that accident from him being negligent. And I'm assuming that, you know, this must have happened after the after the uh, title game. It did. Yeah. OK, so he was obviously celebrating, you know, he was feeling himself, you know, and I'm sure that his ego was fed by talks of him possibly going number one. And. I just feel like, you know, you say this a lot when it comes to sports and college athletes and high school athletes, the attention is too much for them to handle mentally. Right. And 
I I just I, I'm I'm interested to see now. Like I wasn't interested before, but I am now. So I I got to clear up something. I was a little bit wrong. I was slightly wrong about some of the details. Um, okay. So he wasn't driving the car. So from what I'm looking at, he was driving the other car, but may have still caused the crash that killed those two individuals. But the reason he came in question, and I did read this, he originally told the police that he was a mile away. Uh, then somewhere between that particular time and now, um, I guess it came out that he was, you know, what did it say here? Then he said he was behind the other vehicle and could see his taillights and then said he was alongside the car when it crashed. So his story has changed a couple of times now, right? So now the question is, were you the reason the car actually crashed? Because you were drunk, you were racing, you got off, you ran off the road, and those two individuals died. So this is a lot closer to Henry Ruggs' situation where he killed two people, this or one person. And now basically he may have been responsible for two individuals' deaths as well, even though he wasn't driving the car. He was the reason that the car crashed. So ultimately, wh what do you think happens to this kid? And this really what blows me away. The NFL, more than any other sports league, will absolutely look past this stuff yep. and draft a player. Mm -hmm. And it's almost sickening. It's a little sickening when they do this. It's such a bad example. <laughs> so here you have someone that is definitely, we're talking of a top three pick. You know, allegedly, he I mean, not allegedly, but potentially he could go number one. Will somebody still draft him? Will somebody say he's exonerated? I don't know. But I don't see how this individual gets away scot-free. I don't see how. But we're going to see what the NFL does because they don't. Ha he doesn't have to play another down of football his entire life. But are they going to actually let him play, sweep this under the rug? pretend like it was just an unfortunate incident, maybe suspend him, maybe, because this happened before the NFL. There are some questions. Will the NFL get involved and suspend him? I don't know. Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't... This, I guess this I got to be careful, too. I got to be careful because we don't know all the facts, right? So I don't want to... And I'm, I'm like cancel culture, so I don't want to put the guy up under the jail before we get the facts out. But right. it doesn't look too good. This reminds me of when you, you talked about how the NFL has a way of looking the other way and still yes. drafting players. This makes me think of Joe Mixon. And yes, they talked about the, that. Yeah, this is yeah. related. Very so even this was much earlier in Joe Mixon's career, it was still a similar situation, right? So mm -hmm. good point. Go ahead. Yeah, it makes me think of how they were scrutinizing him before the draft and saying yeah. he should not, he shouldn't be drafted. He should be, you know, and this is not, listen, I, you know, I can honestly say that we do not subscribe to the believe all women mantra. Absolutely not. And, nope. and, you know, but we do, you know, we take it seriously. We don't believe it, but we do take it seriously. And when the, the news came out, about we don't Joe overreact. Mixon, yeah, we just exactly. don't overreact. That's what right. it is. <clears throat> I, I saw it and I, I watched it and I said, wow, you know, so they like his draft stock is falling, you know, uh, 
And he ended up still getting drafted. And he has become, you know, a serviceable player in the NFL. I mean, he's he's doing well in Cincinnati. I mean, he's not, you know, he's a part of that team's offense that, you know, kind of helps them get get the job done. But the NFL, they basically, it was kind of like, it almost makes me think that there was a meeting where the NFL told Cincinnati, like, okay, you draft this guy, we're going to make his, his, you know, he's going to be available at this number now instead of, you know, much higher because, you know, we want him to play. We think he can be effective. Mm-hmm. We just don't want to, you know, we don't want to champion him like he's a, a top, a top pick or something like that. So I just think that stuff happens, man. And I think, honestly, man, I think maybe we need to do a, you know, whether you remember it or not, Tremaine, the NFL is the reason for our red pilling. We didn't know it at the time. Really? Okay. Okay. So we need to, we need to like, we have the NFL to thank for our red pilling. And I'm going to tell you the moment that, that we really started questioning everything. It was the first year the Patriots won the Super Bowl after Big facts. 9-11. Yes. That's when we started questioning what was happening around everything. And we probably need to go back and that's a whole other topic, a show topic yeah. as well. We, I think we need to do a red pill moment show for, for us anyway. But, you know, the NFL has been a source of a lot of questionable stuff that we've seen mm-hmm. over the years. And... Man, the machine that it is, man, it's 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 frightening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even this year, it was a lot of a lot of noise about the way the Super Bowl ended. People don't yep. feel like it was um, the most competitive approach, but it did prop the next Golden Boy to his next championship, right? And and no, no, not I am a Patrick Mahomes fan. I think mm-hmm. this dude is dynamic. I don't want to make it seem like you know he is undeserving. Um, but the way that it ended, people are questioning. Oh, the game was already decided. Again, I don't know. I, I don't know because they were they were losing. For I didn't a good get that. Of that game. Yeah. I didn't get yeah. that vibe that it was a decided game. Uh, you know, I know it was popular before. Right. The NF, before the Super Bowl started, man, the Arian Foster recording started resurfacing again about the NFL yep. being scripted. Mm-hmm. And, yep. and some of that stuff. I, I I know like you like me, like there is some of it that we believe, you know, absolutely. I mean? there are parts of it that we absolutely believe. It's, it's a multi-billion dollar gambling business. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. They are going to change. Yes. Yes. Some of these lines because of the payout. Absolutely. It's, it's no way. Once they went into Vegas, I was like, yeah, it wasn't about what was going to happen. Now that they moved to Vegas, it was about what was already happening. Yeah. That they allowed basically. it to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So this this story with this guy in, in UGA and whether he gets in trouble or faces any legal ramifications for what he did, you know, whatever his involvement was, I expect this is so I, I say this. Let's let's give some 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 hypotheticals on if we had to guess what we think, how we think this is going to shake out. So I guess you give your theory and I'll give mine. And then I guess that's a good way to wrap it up. Yeesh. Man, I've been thinking about this and I really, I've been on the fence, man. Um, 
I don't know, bro. Um, I don't know if so. He's definitely not going to be a top 10 pick anymore. I think because of the risk in, is involved, he's going to drop. So he's going mm-hmm. to go from top 10 to somewhere, I think, in the middle of the first round if he's drafted. The big indicator is going to be whether or not they can prove where he was when this crash happened. You know, was he truly beside the car? Was he racing? If that's the case, and even if they can't prove that he was a part or the reason for the car crash, his stock is going to drop drop dramatically at that point um, because it's too risky. Now, if they can't prove where his car was, where his car was, then he'll still good draft in the first round. Again, he won't be a top 10 pick, but he'll be somewhere towards the end, maybe the beginning of the second round. Um, so that's really what I'm waiting for. But this is a unique situation. What makes it difficult for me is that I don't have anything to base it off of. This has never yeah. happened before since I've been watching football. The closest thing I can think of, and this isn't even the same, <laughs> Is on draft night. It was an offensive tackle named Larry. What's the name? Larry Tunsil got caught mm-hmm. smoking weed with a gas mask, and he didn't really <laughs> drop. They and it was a video. It was a video of him doing it, and he didn't really drop that much. But um, you know, that's one thing. You know, weed is weed. This is someone's life. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything to base it off of. I feel like. Okay, so it was another scenario. It was another scenario, and I can't think of the offensive lineman's name. Um, He was a top offensive lineman for the Cowboys for years. He was... He was initially pegged to be a top, a first-round draft pick, but he had gotten caught up in a situation. It was a Me Too type situation, and he didn't get drafted at all. He ended up signing mm. with the Cowboys, ended up making money because right after the draft, it came out that he was exonerated or whatever. He wasn't a part of it, but the story had ha- happened right before the draft. And basically because of that, no one drafted him. So that's probably the closest I can come to this. If that's the case, then he won't get drafted. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. This is different though. What so do you I, think? I, I stuck, think, what do you no, think? I think that, I just, you know, I think that they'll look at his I I well, I agree with you that I think his draft stock is going to drop. Um that he's going to fall out of the top 10, maybe even the top 15. He might even go up. if he does in the low first round, it'll be like at the bottom of the first round. Um but I think that I just don't have confidence in the NFL to right. You know, I I don't have confidence in them. Because again, you know, we've seen them, we've seen what they what they've done over the years and how they have handled these situations and how these players, you know, kind of have this soft landing. And and it's not, you know, but you said, like you said, there's no precedent for this because, you know, lives were lost in this scenario. Right. You know, so unfortunately, you know, I were it up to me. And you know, there's some culpability for this guy, then he should he should face you know legal legal um, ramifications for sure. 
you know, uh, I could see a scenario where the NFL is even willing to go as far as the families of the victims get some piece of change. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just that's just wrong. You know what I mean? And I, I I don't know why I look at the NFL as this evil organization that just <laughs> evil, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> like Roger Goodell is just sitting behind his desk like Doctor Claw. You know, it's just. I don't know, man. I, I I think that I think at the very least this kid is is definitely gonna see his draft stock drop. I think some team is gonna still find a way to want him. You know, it never fails. Some team always wants these players. They they always overlooked, you know, for the stuff that they do, you know, off the field. And mm-hmm. and we've seen it happen, I don't know how many times. I mean, like Michael Vick. You know, uh, Deshaun Watson right now, you know, I mean, freaking Ray Lewis, man. I mean, you know, so I don't know, man. There's always some some wild story. So it'll be interesting to see what happens, man, as details come out, as we get closer and closer to draft day, you know, to see what happens. And, uh, hey, it's anybody's guess. It's anybody's guess. I don't. You know, based on where we are today, I don't think you can draft him. But like you said, the NFL, NFL is a monster, man. They're an absolute monster. You know, yeah. they make a way when they probably shouldn't. Yep. So we'll keep you posted. And, uh, you know, we'll come back and, and and you know, I'm sure as, as details come in, we'll drop in. We'll stop by. We're still trying to figure out a name for these, these, uh, these quick drop-ins so i don't know yeah we'll do it we're, we're getting close we, we might yeah. have something we yeah. might have something we might have something so on that note uh we'll catch you guys on the next one and stay tuned and remember stay skeptical all right man all right doc holla at you all right peace peace